We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Welcome to the Wise Not Withered podcast, season two, the character showcase. This is week two. Today, I am thrilled to exhibit Basira, a 70-year-old Pakistani woman who manages a library. Basira lost her husband and son 10 years prior to the beginning of the story, and she has become very jaded, bitter, and cold. At the library where she works, she discovers a mysterious book that becomes a portal to a magical world. In this storybook land, Basira meets a little girl who helps her through her journey of love, grief, and connecting to and nurturing her inner child. The writer who chose this character, Noor Pinna, beautifully wove in really nice and specific details from her Pakistani heritage into what she wrote. The whole canvas of imagery and feel of the story comes entirely from Noor, from Basira's brightly colored shalwar, kameez, and hijab, her meals of chai and scrambled eggs, chicken and curry with naan, to the environmental scenery and details in the storybook land, like the bobble tree and river dolphin, and Basira's Islamic faith and Urdu prayer. The story is both heartbreaking and heartwarming. I wanted a balanced mixture of sweet and sad. Nora and I both contributed so many tender and delicate moments, as well as raw emotional parts. When I first got the idea for the magical librarian, I wasn't sure if I wanted to explicitly say how her family had passed away. But when Nora wrote about a suicide bombing as the cause, it felt right to keep it in the story. That kind of tragedy is unfortunately more common in countries like Pakistan, and it felt important to include to show how these catastrophic events affect regular people who are just trying to live their lives with pure hearts and good intentions. The description that Nora wrote of the last day Basira was with her family absolutely broke my heart. The suicide bombing happened while Basira was away from them, getting some mango kulfi, a dense creamy frozen dairy dessert, for herself and her son. The juxtaposition of lightheartedness and pure joy of enjoying a sweet treat with the jarring event that was the bombing made the tragedy hit even harder. I really cried when I first read that scene. It is a very important part of the story and highlights a key underlying lesson of acceptance of the simultaneous existence of joy and grief. Even when feeling great sorrow and grief, one can still have happy moments as well, and that's okay. The older we get, the more we experience, the more likely we are to experience both joy and pain to very deep levels. I really loved the prayer that Nora wrote for Basira, which I will include on the article on my website about Basira. I wanted to include as many parts of people's cultures into the story as we could, and it feels really special to have the beautiful Urdu letters in the text. Portraying a Muslim woman and her Islamic faith in a positive light also was really important to include. I feel that ultimately Basira's connection to her inner child and her faith is what helped her through the hard times. The connection to the little girl, who turns out to be herself, her own inner little girl, 
was the core concept that I came up with from the start. Nor did a wonderful job of telling the story like a stroll down memory lane, but Sarah recognizes the places they traveled to because she herself had been there decades earlier as she was growing up. The inclusion of the child in the story is a reminder that there is still a child within each of us, and connecting to and understanding our inner child can help us find peace. At the beginning of the story, we describe a list of people in Basira's life that she is unhappy with. The excessively friendly young man, Ahmed, who manages the library with her. The woman her age who bothered her while she was busy shelving books, whining about not knowing what novel to pick up next. Her older brother, Afshad, who never called anymore. In the end, we include a similar list of people who surround her, except this time, after the list, it is implied that she is focusing on rekindling and appreciating those connections and accepting love and joy into her life again. The last illustration is of Basira reading a storybook surrounded by a group of children. It's a visual epilogue of sorts, showing that Basira will start to connect more with the children in her community. Our illustrator for Basira was Monica Mayas from Estonia, who's currently living in Finland. I am positively delighted by the illustrations that Monica made for Basira's story. I think she captured the characters perfectly, and the bright colors and overall design is very much like a storybook itself. I found Nora on Instagram by searching some kind of poetry hashtag, and I really liked the content she had. Seeing that she is a therapist and a mindset coach, it wasn't surprising that she was interested in and capable of writing about a character who goes through very hard times and comes out stronger. Nora took some time to answer a few questions that I had about herself and her background, main takeaways from Basira's story, and her experience being part of the Wise Not Withered project. So here's Nora. Hi, my name is Noor Pinna. I'm a licensed mental health therapist and a transformation mindset coach. I work with women over 25 who are willing to work with me on overcoming their shame, creating boundaries, and creating uniquely tailored self-care plans so that they can be leaders in their own universe. I really enjoy hiking, being in nature, writing poetry, and having potluck with diverse cultural foods. Some of the main takeaways that I wanted people to have from the story is that grief varies and it's not linear and you can heal from many different resources as long as you are able to willing and open that door a little bit for that light to come in so that you can receive the benefits and the supports of other people, but it has to start with you. The other thing that I wanted people to take away from the story was that, you know, there's a stereotype that women in my culture um, are submissive and are not able to have any say or, you know, they can't have businesses or things like that. And in this story, I really wanted to show that regardless of your age, um, a woman in my culture can have a job, is a contribution, and can provide support and be an empowering female for others and still chase after her dreams. This is something that I really enjoyed 
It was something new. It was all about empowering females from all different types of cultures, backgrounds, and age. And I thought that this was a unique thing for women of all ages, you know, adolescents, young girls, young women to be able to say like, hey, like, these are really strong female characters. They're providing me with a lesson, a resource, an inspiration, and there's nothing better than to offer more insight and more empowerment because we have to, as a community, lift one each other up. We have to empower women together and not tear each other down. And this is what I felt like the essence of this project was, that we were lifting women together as well as involving, you know, other characters that, that were male in the process of this project. Stay tuned for more showcases of the Wise Not Withered characters, releasing every Sunday until the end of April 2020.